What's up, everybody? This is where you want to be. Welcome to Progressive Talk Live with Dusty Smith, the show where we take a look at the most viral news stories on social media this week and then, you know, hold each other and try not to commit suicide. Prog Talk! Hope everybody is doing well tonight. Sounds loud as fuck for some reason. I guess it's just my headphones. But, uh, hope everybody had a good goddamn week so far. I did pretty well so far. I had some vindication tonight uh, by what TJ said, so we're going to talk about that. Hell yeah, but uh, let me read the chat right quick, see what you guys have to say. Uh, yo, Dusty, it's Flanders. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, should say IRS, something, something, something. I love Christian Rock, good song. That's not Christian Rock. That's the greatest showman, dude. This is the greatest show. Uh, Supreme Court is also important. Yes, the Supreme Court is very, very important, in my opinion. We should definitely do what we can to fight for the Supreme Court seats. So, uh, just in time. I assume everything is broadcasting okay. Let me make sure. Yeah, it looks like it's good. Looks like it's all going fine. So anyway, as usual, we're going to start off the show by e-begging, e-begging. Patreon.com, front slash podcast. That is my Patreon. And uh, if you guys want to support a dollar or two to the show a month, whatever you can afford, it's all good. We do good work here at the Humanist Society of Mississippi Animal Sanctuary. You know how it works. We rescue cute little dogs and cats and whatnot, give them forever homes because we rock ass. And if you guys want to help the show, please consider helping the show, you know, whatever you can spare. It all adds up. Patreon.com, front slash Cudcast, and also uh, Super Chats. You guys know how Super Chats work, right? We know how this works. I read all the super chats. If you guys want to super chat me, then super chat me, motherfuckers, and we can chat. And Aspect says, Brock Talk! Looking forward to the show. Hey, thank you, Ann Aspect. Love me some Ann Aspect. H.S. Ross, $10 Canadian. Got that funny money, Canadian money. Even though Bernie Sanders is out, I think it's good for the left to criticize Biden to try to move him to the left and to keep doing so until the platform and picks are set at the convention. Well, it's a double-edged sword. Like, I think, to a limited degree, yes. He should be uh, shit on and move to the left. But he doesn't need to be like, you don't need to shit on Biden 10 times more than you do Trump and set up this narrative, this atmosphere that makes people hate Biden much more than they do Trump and make them much more likely to vote for Biden. I don't think that's the right way to go about it. I think there's a balance you have to find there to make sure that you also make sure Biden gets elected if possible, but also, you know, continues to push him to the left, which I think is very good and has already been done to a great degree by Bernie Sanders. Get this money. Much love, Dusty. Much love, Peace Nation. Thank you for joining me tonight. Appreciate it. Call to the Supreme Court is the main and one could say only reason to vote Biden. No, that is not true. As I've laid out repeatedly, there are many, many policies that Biden is pushing that he will most likely implement at least some portion of that is very much worth fighting for. Uh, Supreme Court is a very important thing. Global warming is a very important thing. But there are other very, very important keys to getting Biden elected. So we'll talk about that a little bit more tonight. If someone, somehow you had the means, would you expand the animal sanctuary to include farm animals too? Uh, yeah, I live in town though, so that's not really going to happen. Like, I'm doing about as much as I can do right now for the animals, so uh, I'm okay with it. COD, can you spell Bernie or bust ideologists? Huh? Defeating fascism is most important. Yeah, I know, right? Everybody's like... Uh, no, man, we can't vote for Biden because if we vote for Biden, we're going to send a message to the DNC that they can just, like, put somebody in there that's not really progressive. And I'm like, well, what kind of message are you sending to the Republican Party? You're literally sending the message that you could, they could run the shittiest person in the world, a total fucking fascist who can literally be as corrupt as he fucking can possibly be, as evil as he fucking could possibly be, and you will still help him get elected. Why the fuck are you trying to send that message to them? 
So uh, it's kind of double-edged sword. I'm doing well with Tori Quarry Cunningham. Appreciate that. Thanks for joining me. Um, cat on camera. Cats everywhere. As always, we have 11 cats around us at all times while we're doing the show, which makes it very shaky. Hells yeah. Anyway, let's go ahead and jump into the show. So uh, I met folks like I hadn't really kept up with TJ, the Amazing Atheist video in the last videos in the last year. Um, the last video I paid attention to was the one where he was telling everybody about how large and beautiful my dick is. No, no, not joking, folks. Not joking. I have never met a human being with a larger and more impressive penis than Dusty Smith. It is uh, like a monolith of perfection, ladies and gentlemen. So big, so impressive, so wonderful. I've never met... TJ never lied, folks. TJ telling the truth right now. Straight up gospel he's spitting right now, TJ. Can't believe how honest he's been. So anyway, that was about the last video I really paid a whole lot of attention to on TJ. But, uh... So look, I know I talk about this a lot, folks. And there's a reason I talk about it a lot. Um, you guys know that for the last five years, I have been speaking out against the anti-HJW community. Um, I was one of the first ones to kind of start heavily speaking out about it. Um... And basically, my position all along was very simple. I thought that this, the new skeptic or anti-SCW community, whatever you want to call them, was spreading this one-sided narrative to create this frenzy-like atmosphere against SJWs, which was having the effect of making people fear the left and those warriors and think that they were the biggest threat on the planet. I had so many debates and conversations with TJ's audience, not just TJ's audience, but the audience of all these SJWs, but TJ's audience was part of it, where they were just convinced that SJWs were the biggest threat on the planet, way more of a threat than Trump or anything the Republicans were doing. And so these skeptics were continuously shitting on the left over and over and over again while not putting the same amount of spotlight on the right. And they were basically building up right-wing fan bases. They were helping the right take and maintain power. Um, and I called them out for this. And so you guys know what happened, right? I got shit on so fucking heavily. For like five years, I still get shit on. People are still messaging me, sending me messages that are related to me speaking out about this. Um, and look, folks, I, I, I'm tough. I have a thick skin, and I always just played it off like it didn't bother me. But like... What happened was, when I started doing this, everybody in the skeptic community, the, all the big channels, TJ, Shoe on Head, Armored Skeptic, uh, Andy Warsky at the height of his popularity, Bering, um, Sargon, uh, Computing Forever, Kraut and T, and hundreds of smaller channels all made videos shitting on me for saying this, for telling the truth. I told the truth. Let's just be real here. I told the fucking truth about what's happening. And, like, man, it was insane. Like, people who had collectively millions of subscribers, their fan base just shitting on me every goddamn day. And, like, I, I tried to play it off. Like, I went on the Drunken Peasant show, and I was like, if you guys want me to be at the hill to your show, I'd be happy to play that role. And I acted like it didn't bother me, but the truth is, it did bother me somewhat. Like, it was hard. It was tough. Like, every day, people coming to me, telling me they used to be fans of mine, how disappointed they are in me. And uh, it hurt. It really hurt. Uh, but anyway, like, I, I, I try to play it like, I try to play it like I'm 
stronger than I am. But it got to me. Like, years and years and years of this shit got to me. I'm just going to be honest about it. But now, like, now it's starting, they're starting to admit the people that called me a liar, like, called me old, like, shoe on head, called me old, uh, Chris Reagan said I was uh, senile. Like, years of this abuse. Now they're starting to admit that I was telling the truth. And, like, I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I'm actually feeling pretty good. I know I'm about to cry here a little bit, but I'm actually really jazzed. I really feel vindicated because finally they're admitting that what I was saying, it was at least, at least partially correct. And so uh, TJ, the amazing atheist, who's one of these people who, you know, I called out for this and who denied it and shit on me repeatedly for saying this. He was on uh, Vosh's channel last night, yesterday or whatever, and, and he basically word for word admitted that what I've been saying all this time is true. Let's have a listen. No, I was just going to say, I'm not trying to let myself totally off the hook on this shit because, you know, there was a, there was a point where I realized things were going astray and I kept going down the path I was going down. Um, you know, because I noticed that this kind of content was more and more attracting a, a, a right-wing audience and a, even a far right-wing audience and, you know, at the time, I was just like, that's cool. I'm breaking down these barriers and stuff. And, like, oh, it's it's inviting a more diverse, you know, ideological group to my stuff. Uh, you know, and I didn't know that basically what was really happening was uh, everything I'd done was being co-opted and uh, turned into something that, uh, you know, I, I can't even recognize. Uh, but, you know, I mean, uh, there was a deal with the devil to be made. And um, yeah, the deal was, hey, you know, we're going to – if you go down this right wing path, if you go down this like sort of alt right or alt light kind of path, you know, you, you'll get this uh, giant bloom of uh, support and, fi you know, financial support and we'll watch your videos and we'll hang on your every word and blah, 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 blah. And, uh, you know, that was the deal. And all you had to do was sell out every principle you might have had prior to that. And, uh, you know, I, I, I feel like I walked down that path and considered making that deal for a lot longer than I probably should have. And that's 100% what I was saying the entire time. That's 100% what their audiences were shitting on. I and they were shitting me for saying that they were doing this. And so, like, I feel fucking vindicated. I feel great right now. This is so cathartic that they're actually finally admitting that I'm not just some fucking liar who is making all this shit up. Like, I got offered the same deal by the devil. And, like, there was a time, and I've talked, talked about this, there was a time that after Hillary beat uh bernie sanders in the primary i was pissed off because i thought the dnc had stolen the primary from bernie sanders and so for a couple months i was like more open to trump being president i was like hanging out somewhat on um the donald subreddit which is a uh, the most popular donald trump subreddit on reddit.com um and i was i posted a few memes that were somewhat pro-trump but i never like made any videos that told people to vote for trump i never actually posted anything that told anybody to vote for trump or that i was endorsing trump but like i was more open to it for a couple months and then i like realized oh shit like I, this is donald trump is the most conservative president of my lifetime his policies were going to be devastating to the country and so i Way before the elections happened, I campaigned against Donald Trump as hard as I fucking possibly could. Um, I did everything I could to keep him from winning, and I was went on the drunken peasants, and I debated him, them, three-on-one, about how horrible Trump was going to be as president. Um, so you guys know all my history about that, right? So this is very cathartic, you know, having them actually admit 
that what I was saying is true, you know, at least to a small degree. Now, I talked to TJ earlier, and he said that there are still some things he disagrees with me about. He thinks that I misrepresented him in certain ways about his uh, political stances. So he agreed to come on the show. So I don't know if this is going to happen, but I might have TJ on sometime in the near future, and we can discuss this. We can discuss, you know, how he feels like I misrepresented him. And, like, honestly, folks, I was hurt by the shit I took. By the, it was like an avalanche of shit I took. And so it's possible I lashed out in ways that were unproductive and unfair. And I'm totally willing to like re-examine what I've done and, and face it and update the record if I've made mistakes. So we can talk about that. He said that he is going to make a video on his channel where he goes back uh, through his old videos and he points out the mistakes he thinks he's made and the points where he thinks he abandoned his integrity in order to chase fame and money. Whether he's going to do this or not, I have no idea. I assume he is, because that's what he said he's going to do. Um, it's easy to go on Vosh's show and say this stuff. That's real easy to do, because like Vosh's already has a left-leaning audience. And it's easy to go to a left-leaning show and say things that you know are going to appeal to the left-leaning audience. But it's much harder to actually go on your own platform, where you have all these right-wing chuds that you've attracted into your audience and then say this stuff and basically like I, I i attracted a lot of the right-wing shows in my audience too and i tried very very hard over the years to repel them you know uh, and i've done a good job like if you watch my uh i just i'm i'm like 139,000 subs now i was at 156,000 a couple years ago so i've done a good job of purging my fan base of these undesirables that i don't want in there and so maybe tg is gonna do that Maybe TJ is going to walk down that road to do that. I hope so. Like, I, I would love to see that. But, like, we'll see what's happened. But uh, if you guys want me to ask TJ certain questions, like, I'm not going to be like, he did this interview with Vosh, and it was an okay interview. Like, I, it was all right. Um, it was kind of softball, a little bit more softball than, I mean, it was what I expected. So I'm not going to say it was more softball than I expected. But it, it was, he didn't really hold TJ's feet to the fire too much. So if you guys want me to ask TJ, like, tougher questions, about things he's said and done in the past, you can let me know, and you know, maybe we'll have our conversation about this. Uh, so we'll see what happens. Um, ultimately, I thought their conversation was pretty good. Um, TJ said a few things that I disagree with. I think he put forth a, a bad argument for why one might uh, vote for Trump instead of Biden. I think his argument was something like uh, he thinks that if Biden is in there, then the... Uh, interest the fervor of the left will die down some and if trump is in there then we'll be more uh energized to fight for leftist policies which you know i don't think that's a really great argument but he did say that he was considering voting for biden he doesn't know exactly if he's going to yet but he is considering voting for biden either Bi biden or a third party but at least he's considering that and um i actually thought you know Vosh did a good job uh, explaining things to TJ the best way he could possibly could. Now, I disagree with Vosh about a few things he said. At one point, he uh, did it again, where he seems to be dishonestly trying to whitewash Shoe on Head's career. Um, it was very brief, but it, in my opinion, it was dishonest the way he framed it. And I could explain why, but you're all sick of hearing me talk about Shoe on Head, so I'm just going to move on. And it's not really that big of a deal. And I, I disagree with some minor points about socialism and... Uh, making it passing laws to force businesses to become co-ops i kind of disagree about that but for the most part everything else he said i agreed with and i thought he did a good job um and i thought tj 
had pretty good positions for the most part. Like, but I already know, like, I already knew that TJ is, in private is a left wing guy. Because I've had private conversations with him, I've met him, we've had, you know, we've talked and stuff. So none of his positions surprised me. It's just like he admitted he kind of sold out his integrity and his morals for money and fame. And that's kind of what I was trying to push him on, you know, trying to push him in the right direction. Um, I just basically try to throw my body at the gears of the this alt-right, alt-light, anti-HW machine, and it fucking ground me the fuck up. I mean, let's just be honest about what happened. Like, that's what happened. Like, I couldn't overcome it. But anyway, um, and Vash had something else to say that I, uh, I, I totally agree with, and I thought I would play it. Um, and... He has a good take, in my opinion, about Joe Biden. He has the same take I have about Joe Biden. And he's uh, one of the few people that is in the bread tube community I've seen actually express this opinion, which I think is brave because he's going against the grain, the bread tube grain, having this opinion, which is, is hard. It's hard to go against the grain, especially when you're in a communities where the other people in the communities who are popular disagree with you. So let's have a listen. Yes. Vosh, you're being so fucking smoke right now. Yeah, I am because I'm right. Yeah, I've seen the way that you people are acting on Twitter. Yeah, no, I feel very smug. You guys are, like, some of the behavior I'm seeing are disgusting. I'm not even anti-accelerationist, by the way. I'm pro-accelerationist in most contexts. In this context, I don't think it's applicable. There are a lot of people whose behavior is fucking disgusting to me. Even fucking, like, woke libs, like Sean... Um, like, like fucking Sean from Sean and Jen and stuff, posting like Bernie or Bush shit. These people, nah, these people need to seriously fucking check themselves. This is what happens when you let emotions infiltrate. Okay, there's all that war going on right now. What are you guys doing? What is happening? Like, literally. Until I start my live show, they're fine. They literally don't even fight ever until I get on live television. What the fucking hell, goddammit? Alright, let me... What the fuck, dudes? It's like you wait till I'm fucking live on the air to show your goddamn ass. Why? Why? Doesn't make any sense. You're fucking assholes, dude. You know what you're doing. Anyway, let me start over a little bit. Sorry about that. This behavior is fucking disgusting to me. Even fucking like woke libs like Sean... Um, like, like fucking Sean from Sean and Jen and stuff, posting like Bernie or Bush shit. These people, nah, these people need to seriously fucking check themselves. This is what happens when you let emotions infiltrate your ability to make reasonable political decisions, okay? I'm sorry, you really think I haven't heard all the fucking calculus? I've thought about it for four years. I know. I've considered the, the fucking possibilities. But every time I talk to a Bernie or Buster, they hit me with some dumb fuck emotional arguments. Like, I've spent four years on my abacus doing fucking ethical calculus on whether or not accelerationism this valid approach here and then someone's like uh i'm not voting for a rapist fuck you i don't give a shit okay jesus christ that's not a fucking argument also trump is more of a rapist what the fuck are you talking about if you don't vote for joe biden you're passively voting for trump i'm sorry that's how it works not choose choosing not to vote or voting third party is in and of itself a decision that you are making as well trump is a worse president than than fucking biden would be i'm really sorry i've seen a lot of memes running around on how they're actually the same they're not they're not actually look at their policies how many of you people have actually looked at any of the policies or any of the cabinet positions either of these people have advocated for i guarantee you most of the bernie or busters have not they have no fucking idea they've just seen a fucking twitter meme or two about how they are actually the same on all issues and bernie sanders was the only alternative and there's no actual reason to decide between voting for either of them because voting for a rapist is 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 like inherently wrong even if not voting would end up putting the worst rapist in office 
Alright? I'm really sorry. A lot of the behavior that I've seen on Twitter, and like, broadly speaking, is disgusting. Alright, totally agree with that. Sounds like something I would say, right? Except I would say it more screamy, and I would call you children. But pretty much the same thing I've been saying. So, I think that's a brave position. And, uh... If you watch the video, like people love TJ on the show. TJ got a lot of support from Valsh's audience, and uh, seemed like the conversation went really well. And uh, I, I heard I didn't watch the very end of it, where uh, I guess TJ left. I stopped watching when TJ left. But apparently, uh, Valsh mentioned to me a couple times, and uh, I guess they were talking to him about how TJ blocked everybody who's following me. And I just want to say, TJ, you should unblock everybody who follows me. Like seriously. That's what you accused Steve Shives of doing and made fun of him for. And like now that you've sort of admitted that I was somewhat telling the truth about all that bullshit, you know, maybe you can stop punishing my fans for your grudges against me. But anyway, um, I guess Valsh mentioned that he thinks that there's rifts between him and I. And like, I don't think there's any rifts between me and Valsh. For the most part, I like Valsh. It's just that... I know it's strange and people aren't used to this, but if I disagree with somebody, even if I like them or I'm indifferent to them, I still will call them out for it because, like, I feel fake if I don't do that. I feel fake if I only call out my enemies and not also people that I agree with about stuff. Like, I, I've called out my own mom about shit. My own mom is, like, the greatest woman I've ever known in my whole fucking life. And I've called her out about shit. So, like, just because I, I, I disagree with you about some things or I'll call you out for it doesn't mean I dislike you or if there's a rift or anything. Like, for the most part, Vosh is killing it. Like, Vosh is doing way better number-wise than I am. I think this stream had, like, 4,000 live viewers on uh, YouTube. And I think he was also broadcasting somewhere else that had even more viewers. So, like, he is way surpassing anything I can do. And, uh... His audience is much younger. He can... I hear the dogs barking there. He can reach a, a much younger audience than I can. Like, I'm just not suited for dealing with a lot of young people because I just find them annoying. Like, his chat is just a thousand people typing the word based, 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 based. And that, to me, just gets annoying, that kind of stuff. So I'm glad that he exists to explain all this stuff to them. So, like, I don't have to, sort of. So, anyway... He's killing it, and like, good, good for him. I got no problem with that, and uh, I don't think that there's any uh, bad blood between us as far as I'm concerned, but I'll still call him out if I disagree with him, and I would expect he does the same to me. Like, why would you not? I respect that more. And uh, same with TJ, I guess. So anyway, you guys can let me know what you think about me having TJ on the show. Should I have him on or not? Up to you guys. Let me know. And uh, let me read the fucking chatty chat chat. Call to Dusty, if we could just stop fighting each other for five minutes, we would see we have a lot in common. Yeah, I definitely have a lot more with those guys than not. I've always said that. But, I mean, it's still, like, I don't know how not to just say what I think. I have this, and, and this is not even a good road for most of you to follow me down. Because when you do this, you don't really have a lot of friends. You don't make friends easy. Because, like, even if you like people, if you call them out, they're not very likely to like you. So, uh, I guess it's probably bad that I do that, but I just have diarrhea of the mouth. Like, I open my mouth and whatever's in my head just fucking falls out, and I can't help it. And it doesn't matter if I like the person or not. If I disagree with them, I have to fucking say something. I just, uh, probably something to do with my autism, I'm guessing. Cat's banging in the background. I know it's a fucking damn war going on. Now the dogs are barking back there. Dude, what in the fuck is happening right now? They, as soon as I go live, they're going nuts. Fucking assholes, dude. They're completely fucking chill. 
They just show on their fucking ass. Uh, yeah, definitely with the boss on that. And she speaks who I love. Said Trump was more left about it first. But yeah, I'm going to cover that. That's a stupid fucking take. But so many of the bread tubers are taking this path. I think it's because it's very popular. And they kind of get all in the same uh, wavelength of each other. They all kind of feed off each other, and they know it's going to be popular, and they little clicks, and so they all kind of feed off each other and say the same shit. So we're going to cover that in a minute. Um, let's see. Not sure who's worse, Vosh, Biden, or Trump. Well, I mean, Trump is obviously way worse than any of those people. That's not even a question. Um, Cult of Dusty. If we could just... I already read that. All right. Uh... All right, let me read the uh, super chats. See what you guys got to say. On oh, no, a super chatty chat chance. What's up, super chats? Uh, Dusty, you should stop calling it e-begging. That war was lost a decade ago. Even real newspaper that used to cost money are funded on this model now. Yeah, it's cool, but I'm just saying it as a joke, you know. It's always good to, like, uh, call out the elephant in the room. And that's what a lot of people think it is. So I can just make a joke out of it. It's all good. Appreciate that. Bradley Elskin, $3. COVID-19 is Carol Baskins. Fucking Carol Baskins. Somebody must stop her immediately. Thank you for that. Rexo, $20. Hey, thank you, Rexo. That's very generous. I'm not sure you remember me, but I used to watch your old show. Anyway, what the heck? I missed you, guy. Hey, well, welcome back. We're doing a brand new show and long-form content, and uh, I really like it. doesn't get as many views, but uh, it allows me to talk about a lot more topics than I did before, which I really enjoy. A Froman, $10. Thank you, Abe. Ling Diggity, $5. What's up, Dusty? Hey, we are agreeing about the anti-SJW. I'm glad we are. Appreciate your support. Social Justice Demon, $5. You have integrity, and that's something your critics can never buy. That's why they hate you. I mean, I, they do seem to hate me because I tell the truth about them, in my opinion. But, you know, I'm sure that they have their own takes. I'm sure they also think that I misrepresent them in, in some ways. And maybe I have. Like, I'm definitely not perfect, so... TJ Redemption Arc. Maybe. We'll see what happens. Like, it depends on what he does from here on out. Like I said, it's easy to go on Vosh's channel and uh, say these things, but it's much harder to use your platform, the same platform that you actually use to hurt and mislead people, to point out the wrongs you have committed and try to make them right. And a lot of these people haven't yet done this. But TJ says he's going to, so we'll see what happens. New Burbank, $10. Me and others told Vosh post-TJ Cavo that TJ blocked everyone that followed you, Dusty. Vosh said he had no idea and would have asked about it. Vosh thinks you hate him. Commenter think you... Com, commenter think you grift. Okay, what is my grift exactly? I don't know what my grift is except for just fucking telling the truth. But I don't hate Vosh. It's just like, like I said, I just can't not call people out when I disagree with them. And he says stuff like... Oh, we're not even going to go get to it. It doesn't even really matter. Like I said, we have more in common than not. He's doing his thing, and he's killing it, and that's fine. Like, I ain't no problem with it. I'm glad he's there doing that. Um, Baron Vanu 229 Much love from Holland. Hope you are staying safe. I appreciate that. Much love to you back in Holland. Uh, Breaking Bat, 094. Money for those crazy cats, dude. I know, man. I need some tranquilizers or something. They're going nuts today. Making the show hard to concentrate. Nubarific, $5. Ready to care limit. Vosh's community thinks you are a grifter. Well, that's cool. They can think whatever they want to. All good to me. I'm used to people calling me names. It's all fine. I just don't know what my grift is exactly. Except for, uh, I don't know, calling everybody out that I disagree with. Is that a grift? Maybe. Um, man, we have so much stuff to cover tonight, folks. I don't think I'm going to get the most of it. I have like five shows worth of shit to cover. So, uh, just going to cover. What did Vosh do? He is riding with Biden. 
Okay, we already, I've already covered that so much. Dusty punches up instead of picking on pink-haired, chubby college freshmen. Were they ever a real problem or just easy targets? They were just easy targets. I mean, they were definitely nothing, not that big of a deal. But, like, every time I would go on the Drunken Peasants, like, half the show was spent making fun of feminist slam poetry. And I'm like, really? That's, like, what we're going to focus the attention on? It's, like, why Christians literally take over every branch of government, which they did, this is what we're focusing on? I just could not be a part of it. I really couldn't. Um, love you and Vosh equally. You are both awesome. All right, that's cool. I'll take that. I think these people don't know what the word grifter means. Yes, anybody you disagree with is a grifter. But, like, I don't see... I, I just don't think they watch the show. I don't think anybody could watch this show and think that I'm not an honest person. Because I literally just fucking tell whatever I think is in my head all, all the time. So, um... Never seen anybody in Vosh's community call you a grifter. Okay. I did saw, see a few people in the chat mention me when TJ was saying what he said. They were saying, oh my God, that's exactly what Dusty has been saying for years. And yes, it is. Um, do you think Biden should pick Bernie as vice president? I think he should. Do I think he will? Probably not. But that would be great. Be a smart move, in my opinion. Okay. All right. Let me continue on with the show. So, God damn it, Bernie Sanders dropped out. <laughs> Fuck my life. And I think we all know who's at fault here. Fucking okay, boomer girl. He was fucking killing it. He was doing fine. And then this chick, this hideously ugly chick comes along. And she's like, okay, boomer. And next thing you know, Bernie Sanders has a drop out. So thanks a lot, okay, boomer girl. God damn it. What have you done? So anyway, he put out this video explaining why he's dropping out. And I think everybody that listens to this will understand, even though we're disappointed. He's still a fucking king. Let's have a listen. I wish I could give you better news, but I think you know the truth. And that is that we are now some 300 delegates behind Vice President Biden, and the path toward victory is virtually impossible. So while we are winning the ideological battle, and while we are winning the support of so many young people and working people throughout the country, I have concluded that this battle for the Democratic nomination will not be successful. And so today, I am announcing the suspension of my campaign. Please know that I do not make this decision lightly. In fact, it has been a very difficult and painful decision. Over the past few weeks, Jane and I, in consultation with top staff and many of our prominent supporters, have made an honest assessment of the prospects for victory. If I believed we had a feasible path to the nomination, I would certainly continue the campaign but it's just not there. I know that there may be some in our movement who disagree with this decision, who would like us to fight on to the last ballot cast at the Democratic Convention. I understand that position. But as I see the crisis gripping the nation, exacerbated by a president unwilling or unable to provide any kind of credible leadership and the work that needs to be done to protect people in this most desperate hour, I cannot in good conscience continue to mount a campaign they cannot win and which would interfere with the important work required of all of us in this difficult hour. So totally understand that, you know, Bernie is a good man. He's a good human being and he's just doing what he thinks is right for the people. You know, it's sad. If this country was actually great, Bernie Sanders would be president right now, you know, but it's not a great country. So what you going to do? And, um, but here's the thing. 
Bernie Sanders' campaign wasn't a failure at all. It was an incredible success because if you look at the policies that Joe Biden is now running on, they are so far to the left of where they were. He has pushed the whole thing way, way far to the left. And uh, here's a clip from Noam Chomsky. Good old Noam Chomsky. Popular in the lefty circles. Going to explain to us exactly why Bernie Sanders' campaign wasn't a failure in any way. Uh, just before Bernie Sanders announced, but it did look like he was about to uh, pull out of uh, the presidential race, I asked uh, political dissident linguist and author Noam Chomsky about his assessment of the Bernie Sanders campaign in this time of the coronavirus pandemic. If Trump is reelected, it's an indescribable disaster. It means that the policies of the past four years, which have been extremely destructive to the American population, to the world, will be continued and probably accelerated. Uh, the, what this is going to mean for health is bad enough. I just mentioned the Lancet figures. It'll get worse. Uh, what this means for the environment or the threat of nuclear war, which no one is talking about, but is extremely serious, is indescribable. I suppose uh, Biden is elected. Uh, my, uh, I would anticipate it would be essentially a continuation of Obama. Nothing very great, but at least not uh, totally destructive. And opportunities for an organized uh, public to change what is being done, to impose pressures. Uh, it's common to say now that the Sanders campaign failed. I think that's a mistake. I think it was an extraordinary success, completely shifted the uh, arena of debate and discussion, uh, issues that were unthinkable uh, a couple of years ago are now right in the middle of attention. Uh, the, uh, the, the worst crime he committed in the eyes of the establishment is not the policies proposing. It's the fact that he was able to uh, inspire popular movements, which had already been developing, uh, occupied Black Lives Matter, many others, and turn them into an activist movement, which doesn't just show up every couple of years to push a lever and then go home, but applies constant pressure, constant activism, and so on. That could affect a Biden administration. Yep, totally agree. We just got to keep pushing, man. You know, Bernie's already pushed us in the right direction, and we just got to keep going. And you know, Bernie's not going to give up fighting, and neither should we. And a lot of people love Noam Chomsky and think he's a great intellect, which he is. So hopefully he can sway some of you people who are Bernie or bust. Um, and hopefully that if you listen to me long enough, I can help change your opinion on this because uh, it sucks, folks. Like I said last time, it's a shit sandwich that everybody is going to be forced to take a bite of. And you get to vote which part of the shit sandwich you want to take a bite of. The much, 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 much less shit part or the incredibly more shitty part. And uh, so I'm just saying, hey, let's take a bite of the part that doesn't have a whole lot of shit on it. Yeah, it's still shit, but it's less shit. So 
let's get ready to chow down and alc thanking bernie thank you bernie for doing your best to fight for all of us from the beginning for your entire life thank you for fighting hard lonely fights and true devotion to people's movement in the united states thank you for your leadership mentorship and example we love you yep thank you bernie you know we owe you a lot you've push the dnc in the right direction and you've made a, a great change and we really appreciate it and it's a shame that you're not president but we still very much appreciate you and this is kind of funny the onion undaunted sanders supporters announced they'll continue presidential campaign without candidate the funny part about this is this is not even a satirical post really this is actually happening bernie is still on the ballot across the country and people are still going to write in and vote for him and stuff and you should like i have no problem with that uh, if you want to vote for bernie um Send a message to the DNC that his left-wing platform is what really interests you, and maybe that will encourage them to move more to the left. But that's the problem with the Onion these days. Things are so crazy that they are exactly the same as satire, so you cannot satirize them anymore. That's what the Trump presidency has brought us. And uh, look, folks, I ain't saying that goddamn Joe Biden's policies are in any way as good as Bernie Sanders. They're just not. But in every single humanly imaginable way, they're better than what our Trump's going to put forward. And, uh, you know, we're not getting everything we want, but we shouldn't give up. We should help as many people as, as we can right now and then continue to fight for those who aren't helped right now. And, you know, just I pointed out these policies before. This is Joe Biden's official platform, you know, decriminalize the use of cannabis and automatically expunge all prior cannabis use conventions. Like, that's important. End all incarceration for drug use alone. Instead, divert individuals to drug courts and treatment. That's important to fight for. Create a new renter's tax credit to help more low-income families. Biden will work with Congress to earn, uh, to enact a new renter's tax credit designed to reduce the rent and utilities to 30% of income for low-income individuals and families who, make, who may make too much money to qualify for a Section 8 voucher. So, you know, good stuff to fight for. Uh, reaffirm that the Civil Rights Act prohibits employment discrimination based on sexual orientation and gender identity. Support transgender and non-binary people in the workforce. Stop employment discrimination in the federal government. All these things. Treat LGBTQ service members and veterans with the respect they deserve. All this stuff is important to fight for. It's not as good as Bernie, but no, it's still definitely worth fighting for, in my opinion. And, like, I don't know if these are true or not, folks. I don't really believe polls too much, but apparently the uh, polls are showing that uh, Biden is ahead. Fucking cats. But uh, one thing they that polls have shown is that people generally don't believe presidential candidates are going to actually implement the uh, policies that they run on. I actually showed you guys this before, but it's actually the opposite of that. I know it doesn't seem like it. It's, no, he's a liar. Biden's not actually going to do anything. He specifically said nothing fundamentally is going to change. I've heard all these arguments. But historically, presidents do almost always try to implement the majority of the platform they're running on. And I don't foresee Biden being any different here. Biden is not some once-in-a-lifetime Bond villain who is going to buck this trend, in my opinion. So it is important to examine the policies and to vote based on the current policies, in my opinion. Um, and uh, it looks like he's at least, to some degree, trying to reach out to Bernie Sanders voters. I know a lot of you Bernie Sanders supporters have said to me, Dusty, don't shame us into voting for Biden. Biden has to reach out and give us reasons to vote for him. That's on him. So he is at least slightly trying. He says, and to Bernie supporters, I know that I need to earn your votes, and I know that might take time, but I want you to know that I see you. I hear you, and I understand the urgency of this moment. I hope you'll join us. You're more than welcome. You're needed. Um, and he said that, and then he did put out a couple 
policies that are sort of more left-wing than he was talking about before to try to appeal to Bernie Sanders voters. Now, I know a lot of Bernie Sanders voters, they're not going to be satisfied with anything less than Medicare for all. Nothing he really says short of that is going to influence them or sway them. But, like, he is given reasons to fight, at least somewhat. He wants to open Medicare to 60-plus, which will cover a lot more people under Medicare. And he wants to add a public option, which uh, 20 million Americans are 60-64. Public option with cap premiums, 8.5% of income, and reduced premiums industry-wide. Um, so, yeah, it, I agree with David Pakman. It's not Medicare for all, but pretending it's nothing is weird. Pretending it's not in every possible way better than whatever Trump and the Republicans are going to put out is dishonest and weird. It doesn't uh, doesn't help. God damn it. My headphones popped out because of the cat. You cats, you're going to be the death of me. And now I can't find the hole. That's what she said. All right. Uh, lower this down. So, anyway, um... He, you know, it's not great, not the best, but it's he's trying, it seems like, a little bit. And uh, apparently the polls show that he's way ahead. I don't know if this is true or not, but Biden leads Trump by 11 points nationwide, according to The Hill. Um, this one says that former VP Joe Biden holds a wide lead over the president, Trump, in the national race for the White House. According to the new CNN poll, Biden leads Trump 53 to 42 among registered voters, roughly steady from CNN poll in early March. Now, of course, this is exactly what they said when he was running against Hillary. So you can't uh, really take this with more than a grain of salt, in my opinion. But at the same time, people are like, absolutely, he cannot win. He can't beat Trump. I mean, that's just not true. That's what they said about Trump, right? Trump can't beat Hillary, can't win. But he, but he did. And so none of us know what the fuck's going to happen. So just trying to uh, sabotage or pretend like he absolutely can't win from the very beginning, I just don't think you guys know what the fuck you're talking about. Just like, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. None of us can predict the future. And I guess whoever that was either blocked me or deleted that in the last couple of minutes. So whatever. Oh, yeah, I was going to read that. Oh, well. And um, here's another thing from Noam Chomsky. And this is when Trump beat Hillary Clinton. But this is still very much applies to what's happening right now and why you should bite the bullet and vote for Bernie, as this person says. Seriously, vote for Biden. Hold your nose, bitch and moan, and shit on him while he's in office. But vote for Biden. We'd have five, six seats on SCOTUS if Trump hadn't won. Yes, Dems lost that race and might lose this one because they're awful, but that doesn't excuse us vote for Biden. And here's uh, Noam Chomsky talking about what happened when Trump won over Hillary. What's your message to those voters today who refuse to vote for Trump or refuse to vote to stop Trump? What's your message to them now that he's won and he's in the White House? Same as before. I think they're making a bad mistake. First of all, uh, a mistake. there are two issues. One is a kind of a moral issue. Uh, do you vote against the greater evil uh, if uh, you don't happen to like the other candidate? The answer to that is yes, if you have any moral uh, understanding. Hmm. You want to keep the greater evil out. Second is a factual question. Uh, how do Trump and Clinton compare? And I think they're very different. I didn't like Clinton at all, but her positions are much better than Trump's on every issue I can think of. And uh, I interviewed Slavoj Žižek, uh, the leftist philosopher, Slovenian critic who you've criticized in the past. Uh, on this show recently, he said, uh, in a kind of Maoist revolutionary terms, he said, Trump would shake up the system uh, and could end up being a positive force in terms of undermining the status quo. Does he have a point? 
Yeah, it's accelerationism, like, he's Jijek. I don't understand why you guys worship this guy. This is why BreadTube is a Trojan horse, and it's just going to help Trump get reelected again, because they're listening to this fucking slobbering Sylvester the Cat sniffle his way into Trump support. Like, I don't know about that d dog. Kind of pitchy. Terrible point. It was the same point that uh, people like him said about Hitler in the early 30s. Because it backfires in the end. He'll shake up the system in bad ways. Uh, the, what, what, the, what it means is now the left, instead of, if Clinton had won, she had some progressive programs. Mm. The left could have been organized to keeping her feet to the fire and pushing them through. What it will be doing now is trying to protect rights that have, and gains that have been achieved from being destroyed. That's completely regressive. Yep, agreed. Not doing everything you can to help Trump be defeated is regressive, in my opinion. I agree with Noam Chomsky. Love me some Noam Chomsky. And, uh, but, like, a lot of people out there on the left are disagreeing. A lot of people out there are burning or bust. Like, Cal Kalinske has been going nuts over the shit. I have a message for the Biden people, and I'd like them to think long and hard about it. No. Well, okay, well, people are going to suffer and die, right? That's what's going to happen. Like, I'm, I'm hoping that he gets over this. I'm hoping he's just throwing a tantrum because Bernie didn't get the nomination and eventually cooler heads will prevail. But they're definitely setting up a narrative to help Trump win again. And it's really strange to watch. Like I said before, the skeptic community seems to be reborn and they're doing exactly the same playbook they did last time. And uh, American Johnson, he's another one that's out there, another one of these bread tubers. Not voting for this horrendous loser of a candidate. Sorry, blue checks. I mean, but, like, I think American Johnson is over in Vietnam. I mean, like, 20 more million people are going to be covered under Joe Biden's health care plan. But, like, it's not going to affect you because you're not here. You're another country that has universal health care. It's going to be me and my people who suffer for this. So, like, could you not throw me and my people under the bus because you're butthurt that your candidate didn't get elected, you know? And uh, somebody... Caught him out for it. And when your strike doesn't pan out and Trump gets elected, it's like, well, I ain't participating in slight improvements because those improvements aren't 100% of what I want. And fuck you, people who are affected the worst by Trump's administration. It's my way of the highway. He says, look, climate change will become irreversible and increasingly destructive in less than 10 years. Well, that's why we need to get the person in the office that actually believes climate change is a real thing, right? You think the pandemic is bad? Wait till climate change catastrophe sets in. If you want to spend this time compromising with genocidists, go for it. I only see revolutionary path forward. I mean, it's like the nation doesn't want revolution. The nation voted and Biden got more votes because people want slow incremental change instead of revolution. But these people are like, well, you people are not suffering enough to want revolution. So let's put Trump in office again and make you suffer more. And if that doesn't work, if four more years of suffering doesn't work, then whoever comes next, if they're not progressive enough for us on the DNC side, we'll support the Republican candidate then, too, and make you suffer. And, hey, if you have to lose your right to choose because we let the Supreme Court go more Republican, for the next 50 years, if you have to suffer for 50 years until you want our revolution, then so be it. Suffer, motherfuckers, until you do what we say. It's like they're, <laughs> I don't want to say... Terrorist is not the right word I'm looking for, but, you know, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? I don't know. You know what I'm saying. It's like they're holding us hostage. Do what we fucking say or we're going to make you suffer till you do. And, like, there's a lot of them that are like this. Like, AOC. 
ALC just trying to do the decent thing. ALC, you know, obviously supported Bernie like I did. Obviously wants Bernie Sanders' policies, but if Bernie didn't get the nomination, she wants to support whoever the candidate is because she knows they have the more progressive platform, and she went public and said so. Uh, is it safe to assume that you will uh, support uh, Joe Biden if he is the nominee? Yeah, you know, I think, um, you know, I've said that throughout this entire process that what is so important is that we ultimately unite behind who that Democratic nominee is. Um, I think it's a two-way street. I've been concerned by some um, folks that say if Bernie's the nominee, they won't support him. Um, and the other way around. Um, right now, November, you know, this is more important than all of us. And we really need to make sure that we defeat Donald Trump at the polls, um, assuming and knowing how how insane it's going to get between now and then. Yeah, it doesn't seem like there's going to be a laid back election season. It's not going to be chill. No, no it's not going to be chill. It's not going to be like, honey, the debate's on. Let's get a glass yeah. of wine. <laughs> but like people are already throwing her under the bus. And when Bernie Sanders eventually backs Joe Biden, which I believe he will, they're going to throw Bernie Sanders under the bus. Fuck you. Fuck her. Fuck Biden. I mean. It's a Trojan horse, folks, in my opinion. And uh, where was that one that Angie said? I had that on her somewhere. Um, did I skip it? I don't see it on here. Oh, well, let me keep going. Um, so one thing they keep saying, these Bernie Sanders supporters and those on the left who are burning your bus, never Biden people, they, uh, they keep making the argument that, oh, my God, see, Joe Biden gives Fox News too much ammunition. This is going to be ugly. Look what horrible things are already saying about him. There's no way he can overcome this. Underneath it all, he was a party man to the core, always sad. All of which means Joe Biden is now the presumptive Democratic nominee. Nobody really chose Biden for this job. He wound up in it by a series of defaults, and it shows. Ask yourself, is Joe Biden ready to lead this country? Could he find his car in a three-tiered parking garage? Could he navigate a salad bar? And by the way, what exactly is his position on the coronavirus pandemic? Those are the mysteries Democrats now face. You could just read his website. It says on there. But anyway, this is the argument they're using against Biden. Oh, my God, they're going to shred him. But 100%, if Bernie would have got the nomination, they'd be saying different stuff about him, but just as bad. Oh, my God. Fucking socialism and communism is going to take over. Be afraid, old people. Bernie's going to make this country communist. And they already are doing it. Even though Bernie didn't get the fucking nomination, they're already claiming that socialism is on the table. Imagine what they'd be saying if he did. I mean, using Fox News as an excuse for why Biden is horrible is just silly, in my opinion. It doesn't matter who the fuck nomination, nominee is. They would do the exact same thing. Put out in a statement when Bernie said, I quit, kind of. Uh, he said, Bernie has done something rare in politics. He hasn't just, let me see, run a political campaign. He's created a movement. And make no mistake about it, I believe it's a movement that uh, is a powerful today as it was yesterday. That's a good thing for our nation and our future. So does that mean he's going to go for the minimum wage increase of $15? Hopefully. Does that mean he's going to destroy the oil and gas industry? Uh, does that mean he's going to go for Medicare for all? Hopefully. Uh, what is he going to, what's he going to do? What's he going to adopt? Well, Biden's in a tough spot, obviously, because he needs those Bernie Sanders supporters if he wants any chance of yep. winning in November. And look, he's already gone further to the left to try to appease that audience. Yep. Again, his tax policy, he's talking about raising taxes by over $3 trillion yep. over a decade. Climate policy, again, almost a $2 trillion 
climate policy. I mean, he has moved in that direction, and it doesn't wouldn't surprise me at all if he continues to move in that direction. Because to win, to win a Democratic Party that is ideologically shifted, you have to shift with them. He is in a very tough spot, and it's going to make him very vulnerable with the president because it's going to give the president an awful lot to attack. Socialism is still very much on the table. See, so let me say exactly the same thing that Bernie was the nominee, right? They would just be attacking him on socialism. They're already attacking him like he was Bernie Sanders. So anyway, using Fox News as your go-to source to prove your point that Biden is fucking doomed is just silly. Like, they're a propaganda network. Why fucking listen to them, right? And uh, this is another thing, folks. It's another thing the left seems to be doing, and it's really it's a narrative they keep spreading that Trump is somehow to the left of Biden. So please tell me how Biden is going to beat Trump. Right now, it looks like the right is doing more for poor people. Not saying it's going to be valid, but Biden is a weak candidate, and Dems know this. They don't care. They hope that VP can bring it. They're wrong. This is dangerous, but they're not in any way to the left of fucking Joe Biden and the DMC. I mean, sure. Okay, Trump has decided to postpone student loan payments for six months. He's decided to postpone your debt for six months. He's not eliminating any of it. You're still going to owe exactly the same thing. You're just going to postpone it for a little bit. Meanwhile, Joe Biden is running on eliminating student debt for those who make under $125,000 or whose parents make under $125,000. And, um... Free to your college and just just a whole myriad of leftist policies that Trump is nowhere fucking near. Yet they keep trying to spread this narrative to make Joe Biden look bad by pretending somehow Trump is outflanking him. It's so stupid, this narrative and transparent and should be pushed back against fucking hard when people make this stupid, ridiculous argument, in my opinion. So, uh, and like another thing that I see they're doing constantly constantly this happens every time joe biden does like a, an hour-long video they take whatever mistake or two he makes out of the video and they cut crop it out and then it's all over my timeline repeatedly with people claiming that he's senile or you know has uh, mental disabilities you got alzheimer's but like trump literally does the same thing and is not treated the same way and i understand the reason why is because trump has been treated like this much more over time than biden and people have burned out on it but by continuing this one-sided narrative making it look like Biden is somehow less cognitively inclined than Trump is, is setting a, uh, a one-sided narrative that it's only going to help Trump get reelected, which doesn't help anybody. And this is just another example. Like, if this were Biden, this would have been clipped out and it would have been all over my timeline, talking about how, uh, how he has Alzheimer's. President, Seattle police have reported a surge in calls about domestic violence. A number of groups have raised concerns. About Mexican violence? Uh, domestic violence. <laughs> Mexican violence? No, you fucking racist. Domestic violence. But, you know, they would have clipped that out if it was Joe Biden. So there's like this one-sided narrative that's been spread by a lot of people on the left to make Biden look way worse than he is. And, like, it's unhelpful, in my opinion. So I don't know if you guys saw this or not, but then Trump's son went public and uh, talked about maybe talking his father into pardoning uh, Joe Exotic. Uh, now, I know it, it, this is sort of a half joke, but this is what they do all the time. They try to uh, run shit up the flagpole as jokes. And uh, everyone's new big Netflix obsession 
is the docuseries Tiger King. Joe Exotic, the star of the show, is currently serving a 22-year prison sentence after being convicted last year on a number of charges, including murder for hire. Donald Trump Jr. appeared on Sirius XM's The Jim and Sam Show Monday, and they all joked about the possibility of a pardon for Joe Exotic. Trump joked, maybe not right now, but I can generally be for this just for the meme, and just for, frankly, watching the media reaction to this thing. It would be pretty amazing to ultimately see that. Yeah, see, it, the cruelty is the point, folks. They're children who just get off on upsetting people. Oh my God, you're upset. So yeah, hey, if we can pardon this guy who literally murdered tigers. This fucking asshole who tried to have somebody killed. Selfish piece of shit, Joe Exotic. Imagine how many people that would upset. <laughs> that would be hilarious. And so like, I know they're joking, but at the same time, they're sort of not joking because it's what they always do. You know, Trump is obsessed with ratings and getting attention and anything that he can do to make that happen. He will absolutely do that. And uh, so they asked Trump about it. Somebody, some stupid-ass reporter, because you know, this is the important thing you should be asking fucking the President of the United States about and during a pandemic. Uh, are you going to fucking pardon Joe Exotic? Me for a long time, too. Go ahead. Um, so it, one of the biggest rating hits um, of the coronavirus, aside from these briefings, has been a show on Netflix called uh, Tiger King. Yeah. And uh, the man who's the star of this is a former zoo owner who's serving a 22-year prison sentence. Uh, he's asking you for a pardon, saying he was unfairly convicted. Um, your son yesterday jokingly said that uh, you know he was going to advocate for it. And I was wondering if you've seen the show and if you have any thoughts on uh, pardoning uh, Joe Exotic. Which son? It must be Don. I had a feeling it was Don. Is that what he said? I don't know. I know nothing about it. He has 22 years for what? What did he do? He allegedly hired someone to murder an animal rights activist, but he said that he didn't do that. And he was. You think he didn't do it? Are you on his side? Uh, well, I, I'm are you, are you recommending sides, a pardon? Uh, no, I'm, I'm not advocating anything. As a reporter, that. you're not allowed to do that. You'd be criticized by these. Would you recommend a pardon? I'm not weighing in on time. I don't paper. think you would. I don't think you would. Go ahead. You have a question? I'll take a look. Is that Joe Exotic? That's yeah. Joe Exotic. And like, I only think there's probably maybe a 5% chance that Trump would actually pardon Joe Exotic. But if he actually watches Tiger King, Joe Exotic is Donald Trump. He's like a slightly more white trash, methed out version of Donald Trump. But I don't doubt at all that Donald Trump would see a lot in common with Joe Exotic and may just to shock people, to anger people, to upset people and to get attention on himself might do it. So we'll see what happens. 5% chance I give that. And uh, fuck Carol Baskins, as always. Responsible for all the evil in the world. Carol Baskins. And let me take a break here and read the chatty chat chats. Because it's been a little bit since I read them. Put on my glasses. Put on my glasses. I appreciate the breadcrumbs. But I'm not a bird, right? They don't call it bread tube for nothing. It's because they're all making the bread by telling you the evils of capitalism. Joy... Zodic and Donald Trump have exactly the same toxic personality. I know they're like very, very similar. Could not help but think that while I was watching Tiger King. Holy shit, this is just Trump. This guy is just a narcissist, just like Trump. Makes everything about himself. Is obviously incredibly fucking insecure. Um, of, course, of course Trump does a bunch of gaps too, but he doesn't have to. He wins by tearing his opponents down with him. And winning by default because the Electoral College is biased in Republicans' favor. Well, I do agree with that. And obviously, Republicans don't care about uh, being a decent human being in the same way that Democrats do. And in fact, they like people who are mean and nasty and uh, hurt other people. Because like I said, the cruelty is the point for these people. They're just amazing, giant pieces of shit. 
Oh my god, Dusty, Michael Brooks seriously needs to school you. Okay, cool. Have him call me up and he can school me on everything. Not to say I don't trust Trump to help the poor, but I don't trust him. If you trust him, I've got oceanfront property in Arizona to say, yeah, like, Trump lies for a living. He's like, what, at 8,000, something like eight to 9,000 lies since he took office. One of the most prolific liars in the history of the presidency, if not the most one. Why would anybody believe him for any reason? That doesn't make any sense. Cult of Dusty. The point is that Biden has been vetted as thoroughly as the media as Bernie, and he has way more skeletons to uncover. Well, we'll see. Uh, but at the same time, there's no reason for us to sabotage him and play into the Republicans' game and help Trump get elected again. There's just no fucking reason to help them. It's ridiculous to do that. You're adding to the problem by doing that, in my opinion. Uh, CNN told me that Biden was more electable than Bernie. Joe's got this. Well, I mean, he obviously is, sort of. I mean, he got more votes than Bernie. Bernie had like a 35-point like ceiling. And like Joe Biden or not, he got way more votes than Bernie did. Like, that's just the truth of the matter. I don't know why we want to pretend like the truth ain't the truth. Shit is the way it is, regardless of how we wish it would be. We need to abolish the Electoral College and ensure another Trump never wins again. Yes, please. Get rid of that fucking slave era goddamn system. It's ridiculous. Imagine parting someone just to trigger the lives. What the fuck do? But, like, I wouldn't be surprised to see that at all. That's exactly what they do constantly. Do this to trigger the lives. Oh, my God. Look how upset everybody would be if you pardon this tiger murderer instead of putting your glasses on you can hold your control scroll up to your mouse wheel while hovering over the browser in order to zoom well, i'm not gonna do that okay let me check the super chatty chat chatty chat chats the new left is pissing me off they're helping trump they are somebody said we shouldn't call them the new left anymore i don't know what you guys want to call them the new skeptics maybe but uh they definitely are it's a trojan horse like I told you guys about the anti-SAWs, and now four or five years later, they're admitting that I was right. So like in four years, expect bread tubers to be like, hey, you know that shit Dusty said? He was right. We admit it now. Now that the grift is over, now that we have bled this well dry, we'll go ahead and own up to it. The revolution will only be a handful of people. Yep. I mean, pretty much everybody who is popular that is spreading this kind of thing won't really be affected by it because they're all fairly well off, mostly white people. Um, but they're all like, you know, middle class or upper middle class. So it's easy for them to talk about things that won't really affect their lives very much. And I'm not saying that they don't also convince like lower income people, but the people that are popular that are pushing this stuff for the most part are not poor people. Genie Rue, $10. I'm considering voting for Biden as the lesser of two evils, but I hate that. After this, I'm for progressing splitting from the Dems. Working class need their own party. I don't disagree, but like, Trump's president, right? So it's like, all hands on deck to get that motherfucker out there. This is not the time to let Trump have another four years at it, in my opinion. Whatever you gotta fucking do. Uh, Daniel Flores, five, five, five. Give me 30 pounds. Thank you. That's very generous, Daniel. Dusty, you're one of my favorite YouTubers. We obviously have very good taste. Many years ago, your videos helped me to become an atheist. I wish you'd be more popular because reasonable and honest opinions like yours must be heard by more people. Thank you. I appreciate that, but like, I just don't have the temperament to be popular. And if you actually watch like my early appearances on the Drunken Peasants, I told them guys straight up that I don't want to be famous because it's like a hassle. Like, I just kind of like having a smaller audience of very loyal. That could be slightly bigger than it is, but I don't really want a huge audience. I'm going to let other people like Vosh take care of that popularity and whatnot and uh, undergo the slings and arrows that come with that. I'm sort of fine with 
where I'm at. So I'm, I'm right where I'm supposed to be. I appreciate that, though. Very generous of you. Uh, Kuya Rick Kelly, $10. How about washing that Chomsky down with some Howard Zen? Okay, you have to send me some clips on uh, Twitter. Cult of Dusty One, Cult of Dusty One, Cult of Dusty One. Follow me on Twitter and make sure you send me links and stuff. I will definitely show them on my show for you guys. And also, while I mention it, guys, be sure to like this video. Do it right now. There's a button, a thumbs up, or a thumbs down. Either way, it's all good. But probably a thumbs up. Hit it immediately. Appreciate that. Bucky Rada One, 499. Kyle flirted with the whole idea of rigged primaries. I've used to vote for Biden over Trump. Your opinion on both? Um, I don't think there was rigged primaries. Like, I think that uh, most of the powerful people in the DNC did throw their weight behind Biden because they thought he was going to be the more uh, electable candidate. Whether that's true or not, I have no idea. But uh, I don't think it was kind of rigged in any way. And I think if you decide to help Trump get elected over Biden, then you're part of the problem. And I don't really see how you can call yourself a progressive at this point. I think you're a Trojan horse that should be called out. That's my opinion on that. Anxious Aries, 999. Hi, Dusty. Hi, Anxious Aries. How are you doing? Two things. One, you, sir are just my favorite. So take my money. I will. I appreciate that. You're my favorite right now, Anxious Aries. And two, how can I kindly explain to people that putting preferred pronouns in bios is totally fine and acceptable? But while you're doing is you're trying to uh, normalize it. You're trying to support and have the back of one of the most marginalized classes in society, which is what heroes do, right? That's what good people do. So it's anybody that has a problem with that is just a piece of shit, and you probably shouldn't worry about their opinion very much, in my opinion. Uh, Joe Amaro, F footwear on Cranium Dullard, always a fan of you. Okay, I know what you're talking about. Talking about the shoe on the head. Um, and like even shoe on the head could be all right. Like if she would just if she would just use the same platform that she used to spread all this harmful, ridiculous bullshit to own up to it and try to correct it a little bit, just a, just a video or two, anything. But, like, nothing. Like, nothing. So, it's just, you know, I don't understand why people want to give her a pass, but whatever. Nubarific $5 ran into a character limit. Oh, I already, already read that. All right. Uh, Andro Santos, 10R. I don't know what that is, but I finally started watching The Tiger King. Now I'm starting to believe your theory on this being a parody reality. Yep, it totally is. There's some kind of programmer guy up there. And he's like, I'm going to make this like a Leisure Suit Larry type game. So over the top, no one's going to fucking believe it. And then uh, we're right in the middle of it. And I believe it, motherfucker. You've convinced me. And Rich Ladder, what's up, Rich Ladder? Why do you like Twitter more than Facebook? It seems like an even bigger time suck because it's easier to find uh, viral stories to talk about. And also, like, Twitter is more of the war zone for the battle of ideas than Facebook is. Facebook is more like your grandmother posting pictures of her flower beds and whatnot. And so, like, I like being in the thick of it, the Thunderdome, where I can get down in the dirt and, you know, fight the fuck. So anyway, that's the answer to that question. Thank you for the super chats. I'll read some more in a moment. Let me continue on with the fucking show. So did you guys see, God, it's hard to believe, folks, another example of the parody universe we're living in. This is literally Trump's new press secretary. First, you go on the record and say that Trump has never lied to the American people. It's like exactly like Baghdad Bob, just like I always say. Remember Baghdad Bob? When we attacked Iraq, oh, no, the Americans are not at the airport. And we were at the airport taking it over. No, Saddam Hussein is still in charge. He's hanging on a fucking rope. So we have this kangaroo bullshit where the dumbest people get elected to positions of power. And this is literally, <laughs> this is literally the president of the United States press secretary, folks. Holy shit. American citizens, we will not see diseases like the coronavirus come here. American citizens, we will not see diseases like the coronavirus come here. 
American citizens, we will not. Yeah, see- folks, we will not see the coronavirus come here. No, Trump. Trump's got us. Trump's a god man. He gonna keep that from happening. So, yep. 1984 bullshit. It's bizarre, but uh, and of course she was a birther too. That's no surprise whatsoever. Here she is. How I met your brother. Never mind. Forgot he's still in that hut in Kenya. <laughs> Genius. So clever. But uh, I don't even know why he has a press secretary because they don't even really hold press briefings anymore. They're so scared to answer any kind of real questions from the American people or to answer like they're supposed to. They work for us, but they don't feel like they need to answer to us because Trump basically thinks of us as a mob boss. So it doesn't even really matter who he has in that role, but it's just pathetic that that's who he goddamn chose. And uh, just to show you the links, Trump will just say anything, man. It doesn't matter what he says. It doesn't matter how ridiculous. This got 77,000 likes. Well, no, that, this is uh, Megan McCain's tweet. This actually got 87, almost 88,000 likes. On National Former Prisoner of War Recognition Day, we honor the more than 500,000 American warriors captured while protecting our way of life. We pay tribute to these patriots for their unwavering and unrelenting spirit. He's literally on the record saying he doesn't like people that got captured, man. John McCain is not a war hero. He is a war hero because he was captured. I like people who weren't captured. Let me tell you. I mean, how can he say this shit with a straight face? How can he get 90,000 likes of people that know what he said about fucking people that were captured? Know what he said about POWs, but it doesn't matter to these folks. He can literally say anything. That's why we have to get these motherfuckers out of office as soon as goddamn possible. Let's work on it. And I know, right? Cat agrees with me, as the cat should. And, uh, here's Trump again. 144,000 likes. Republicans should fight very hard when it comes to statewide mail-in voting. Democrats are clamoring for it. Tremendous potential for voter fraud and, for whatever reason, doesn't work out well for Republicans. It's because when more people vote, Republicans lose. The only way Republicans can maintain power is if they voter suppress. They keep people from voting, right? That's exactly what it is. So they're going to do everything they can to make sure people can't vote easily. Even in times of fucking pandemic, where going to the goddamn uh, voting booth can get you killed. But they want you to think that. Because they know the people that actually go, the people that don't really give a shit about their lives or are too stupid to give a shit about their lives, or the same people that are going to church. And fill in the fucking pews and believing that the blood of Jesus Christ cures the coronavirus. They'll go fucking rest their lives and vote for Trump, but the sensible people want. So that's exactly what they want. They want to suppress your vote. And like, it's crazy. Like Trump literally voted by mail. And uh, one thing he continuously says is, no, there's voter fraud. We can't have that, but there's voter fraud. Where they ask him, can you like give me some examples, some proof of voter fraud? And like he's like, oh, no, no, I'll come up with that later. Back to uh, something you were saying yesterday about people going to Wisconsin and voting yeah. uh, in the middle of this pandemic, I mean, really putting their lives on the line. And you said, well, if they do that, uh, vote by mail, perhaps we'll have voter fraud in this country. I just wanted to ask you, voters in five states, Utah, Colorado, Hawaii, Washington and Oregon all vote by mail. Can you or the White House staff or your campaign provide any evidence to back up your claim that mail-in voting is rife with fraud, no. like the example you gave of people working in rooms filling out yeah. false ballots? You've been talking about what happened, fraud what since happened, the yeah. beginning of this administration. It's very fair. And where's the evidence of it? The, uh, I think there's a lot of evidence, but we'll provide you with some, okay? And there's evidence that's being compiled just like 
It's being compiled in the state of California. Anyway, I'm not going to play his whole thing. Basically, he doesn't give any evidence. He just said, just trust me, the evidence exists. But just a reminder, Trump basically claimed that there had been 5 million fraudulent votes in the 2016 election and set up a special presidential commission to prove it, headed by Pence and Kobach. It was disbanded six months later after it could find no evidence at all. So they just lie. They want to suppress your vote because they know the more people that vote, the less chance they have to get elected. Why do you people keep supporting these assholes? They are the fucking swamp. And uh, he literally voted by mail-in ballot himself. But do as I say, not as I do. He's allowed to do that. It's different when he does it. So you were highly critical of mail-in voting, mailing your mail-in ballots for voting. I think mail-in voting is horrible. You voted by it's mail corrupt. in Florida's election last month, didn't you? Sure, I, I could vote by mail for the, How do you reconcile because that. Because I'm allowed to. Well, <laughs> I'm allowed to. It's horrible. It's corrupt. But yeah, I did it because I'm allowed to. I mean, good goddamn, folks. Why is it not driving you crazy? Why do you not want to get this guy out of office with every fucking fiber of your being? And like, here they are. They're questioning him. Like his own government surveyed hospitals and found that they're lacking basic necessities all over the place. And they tell him what his own government says. And he's like, nope. Nope, they're lying. My own government is lying to you. ...that you say the United States has done. The Inspector General for the Department of Health and Human Services released a report today, a survey of more than 300 hospitals across the country. And the number one complaint from those hospitals were severe shortages of testing supplies and well, a really long wrong. wait time. I mean, it's a week or longer. And did I hear the word Inspector General? Really? Uh, it's wrong. And they'll talk to you about it. It's wrong. But this is your own government. Uh, it's, well, where did he come from, uh, the Inspector General? What's his name? It came from the Inspector no, General. No, what's his name? What's his name? Don't you know who your own Inspector General is? Don't you know who the guy who is in charge of finding out this information about the coronavirus is? Why are you asking them? He's asking them because he wants to fire this guy. Oh, my God. This guy's telling the truth. Make me look bad. I'm going to fire the fuck out of him. So expect that guy to be fired shortly for telling the fucking truth because that's what happens with a mob boss in chief. And, uh... He's just the biggest idiot in the world, folks. Like, say what you want to about fucking Joe Biden, but do you think Joe Biden is going to go in public and say shit like this? This is very complex. This is a very brilliant enemy. You know, it's a brilliant enemy. They develop drugs like the antibiotics. You see it? Antibiotics used to solve every problem. Now one of the biggest problems the world has is the germ has gotten so brilliant that the antibiotic can't keep up with it. And they're constantly trying to come up with a new. People go to a hospital and they catch, they go for a heart operation. That's no problem. But they end up dying from, from problems. You know the problems I'm talking about. You know this what I mean, Jack? It's a brilliant enemy. No, it's not a brilliant enemy. The coronavirus has no ability to think. It's evolution. You know the thing that the guy you put in charge of this pandemic doesn't believe in, Mike Pence? The strains of the virus become more resistant to the antibiotics and to uh, other vaccines to help treat it. The, you know, the, the strains that are killed by the vaccines and the uh, drugs, they die, but the strains that are resistant to it, they live on and it becomes harder and harder to kill them off with the same treatments. It's just simple evolution. That's the way it works. It has nothing to do with the fucking brilliant opponent. The virus is not cognitive. It has no brain. It can't be brilliant. But it's probably smarter than you, Donald Trump. No doubt about that. And uh, this happened 16 minutes apart, folks. 
Donald Trump is threatening during a pandemic to defund the World Health Organization. And then he denies exactly what he just said. We're all going to die, folks. World Health Organization, because they really are, uh, they called it wrong. They call it wrong. They really, they missed the call. They could have called it months earlier. They would have known. And uh, they should have known. And they probably did know. So we'll be looking into that very carefully. And we're going to put a hold on money spent to the WHO. We're going to put a very powerful hold on it. And so is the time to freeze funding to the WHO during a pandemic? No, maybe not. I mean, I'm not saying I'm going to do it. but we're You gonna... literally just said you were going to do it. You said you're going to put a very powerful hold on the money. You literally just said it. What is going on in this world? How does this not infuriate every goddamn American that this motherfucker just lies? Lies, like just a few minutes apart, right to your fucking face over and over again. How are you not insane? He's going to defund the World Health Organization during a goddamn pandemic. Tell me we should get this motherfucker out of office immediately. Tell me Biden is going to be worse than this somehow. How the fuck can you say that with a straight face? It doesn't make any sense. My gain has turned up too high on my fucking microphone. Maybe that was why I was making noise. All right. Um, and this motherfucker, while people are dying, is worried about his ratings, folks. That's what a fucking piece of shit he is. The Wall Street Journal wrote an article that basically says that his uh, little daily briefings are a waste of time. And he's like, the Wall Street Journal always forgets to mention that the ratings for the White House press briefings are through the roof. Monday Night Football Bachelor finale, according to the New York Times. And it's the only way for me to escape the fake news and get my views across. Wall Street Journal, it's fake news. Wall Street Journal is literally a conservative publication. This motherfucker talking about his ratings. Yeah, your ratings are good because they like break in to whatever programming is on on every channel at once when you speak because people are fucking terrified because everybody's dying all over the place. If they weren't breaking into regularly scheduled programming for you, you wouldn't have these ratings, you fucking piece of shit. So like, stop. Stop giving Donald Trump airtime. Fuck this motherfucker. Let him spread his lies to people unchecked. The media is like, man, you're part of the problem, definitely. Um, and like, he's got his propaganda mouthpiece, Fox News, literally going public and telling people to listen to him over the doctors. They're going to get us killed, folks. Remember, as much as we respect and admire all those who are on the front lines of our health care system, especially doctors, nurses, uh, all the staff, we didn't vote for doctors. We didn't vote for modelers or statisticians, as brilliant as many of them can be. We voted for political leadership that sees the big picture. That means the whole picture of America. But most of us didn't vote for Trump. Only like 30% of the dumbest motherfuckers in the world voted for Trump. So miss me with that stupid bullshit. Let's listen to the doctors, shall we? Not the fucking idiot in the office. And uh, yeah, priorities, folks. Trump administration using relief funds to bail out churches. They're using taxpayer dollars to bail out churches. True story. Since churches are considered uh, indispensable businesses, they're allowed to go get loans to pay their preachers. And they're evangelists. How is this not against the Constitution, separation of church and state? But this is what happened, folks. This is what happened when we started focusing on SJWs 
SJWs, the biggest threat of the planet, and let fucking Christian fundamentalist crazy right-wing shitheads take over everything. Now they're literally giving our money to churches against the Constitution. This should make everybody fucking furious. And man, this QAnon people, holy shit, how can you get crazier than them? Like, I, I want to think this is a parody. I want to think these people can't possibly be real, but they are. Lots of QAnon followers still seem convinced Trump is rescuing children who have been bred in captivity and underground bases. I feel like that's a 50-50 shot that Trump will boast about rescuing the mole children during the presidential debates. We'll be surprised. Listen to him. All Trump says is light at the end of the tunnel. And then the conspiracy theorists, mole children are being rescued. <laughs> yes, thank you for taking the arrows from these idiots lacking wisdom and discernment. They will soon see that children are being rescued from the underground tunnels. Thank you, President Trump. Yes, please. Get the children out the tunnels. Oh, my God, folks. We have to get this guy out of there. These are the crazy assholes who are supporting him. It's insane that I'm still having to try to convince people to get Trump out of there three years later. It's like you motherfuckers ain't paying attention. It's the most bizarre shit I've ever seen. For real, yo. And, uh, did you know the post office is about to go bankrupt, folks? Did you know the post office may be shut down soon? I spoke with the Postmaster General again today. She could not have been more clear. The Postal Service will collapse without urgent intervention, and it will happen soon. We pleaded with the White House to help. Real Donald Trump personally directed his staff not to do so. So they're going to bail out the cruise ship industry, who registers all of their ships in other countries so they don't have to pay taxes to us. Yet they're going to let the fucking post office go bankrupt. You guys like shopping at Amazon? You like fucking getting your shit without having to go to the stores and getting the coronavirus? Because it's a government organization, they Republicans want the post office to collapse to prove a point. See? See what happens? The government can't do anything, right? Everything should be privatized. No, motherfuckers. It should not be privatized. We need the post office. It is indispensable to the way America runs. And if it goes away, folks, uh... Mm, not going to be good. Not going to be good, in my opinion. And uh, Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers to this motherfucker. Oh, my God. UK's Donald Trump. One of the dumbest motherfuckers. Boris Johnson. In intensive care right now. I think he's still in intensive care. Because he caught the coronavirus. And he's literally on video saying this. I, I'm shaking hands. I was, at a, I was at a hospital the other night where I think there were, a few, there were actually a few coronavirus uh, patients and I shook hands with everybody uh, you'll be pleased to know and, and I continue to shake hands and uh, Prime Minister Boris Johnson has been transferred to the intensive care unit after testing positive for coronavirus I, yeah you'll be happy to know I'm shaking hands with everybody I'm spreading this motherfucking shit everywhere Aren't I amazing no motherfucker you're getting people killed you're a goddamn fucking moron like, I don't want you to die from the coronavirus, but, like, just a little bit I want you to die just because it just seems fair. It seems fair that it's like a Darwinian thing that you should be wiped out of the fucking gene pool for being a goddamn moron. Holy fucking shit, UK. You elected this motherfucker? Like, I would be so much harder on you if we didn't have Trump in America. But, like, there's no way he could be worse than Trump, so I guess I can't give you too much shit, to be honest with you. And um, the BBC put out this absolutely brutal report about our healthcare system in America and the pandemic. And it's scary as fuck. Let's watch. Where's respiratory? But we need respiratory, yeah. But he needs to bring a This is life inside an intensive care unit in Brooklyn, New York. 
Our partner network in the US, CBS, were allowed in. And everything about it seems frantic and on the edge. This gentleman right here is a uh, patient that really didn't have much underlying conditions, has developed severe respiratory failure as well as kidney damage from the virus. Though the administration says there's no shortage of personal protective equipment, the reality is otherwise. I'd like a mask like yours. I'd like all of us to have masks like yours. And these white suits like you have, and I have, what do I have on? What is this? What, what is that? What is this? It looks like a garbage bag. Yeah, this is a garbage bag. It is a garbage bag. This patient needs to have his breathing tube changed over. And look how much equipment it takes to keep one patient alive. The critical care doctor puts on ski goggles to carry out the procedure. It's very, very difficult. It's like something out of the twilight zone. And I don't think any of us going through it will ever be the same. Where New York is right now, other states and cities like Washington, D.C., are forecast to follow in the coming days and weeks. Donald Trump says there's light at the end of the tunnel. There may be in the worst hit areas, but for much of America, the darkness is yet to come. This is going to be the hardest and the saddest week of most Americans' lives, quite frankly. This is going to be our Pearl Harbor moment, our 9-11 moment, only it's not going to be localized. It's going to be happening all over the country. Meanwhile, in New York, they're struggling to manage the sheer number of deaths. Refrigerated lorries have become makeshift morgues, and a senior health official has warned that burials may have to start taking place in public parks. John Sopel, BBC News, Washington. Just a national shame, folks. We should be embarrassed. This is the country we live in. I am embarrassed. This is the country I live in. Yeah, the, the private system's going to take care of all this, folks, isn't it? Capitalism. Yeah, unfair to capitalism. Definitely going to solve this problem. And they're like, they have mass graves now. I'm going to show you in a minute. They have fucking mass graves now. But let's show uh, the fucking chart first. Not trying to freak you guys out, but this is how fucking bad it is in this country because of Trump's ineptitude. This is coronavirus everywhere else in the world. And then here's the U.S. Trump was briefed on a pending coronavirus threat by the U.S. intelligence. He wasted a critical 70-day window. And then boom, yep. This is America, yo. This is what happens when you fucking elect a game show host to run the fucking country. Tell me we shouldn't get this motherfucker out of there. Explain to me. In any sensible way. You can't. And here we go. Trump burial pits. You guys seen this shit? This drone footage captures New York City workers burying bodies in a mass grave on Hart Island just off the coast of the Bronx. For over a century, the island has served as a potter's field for deceased with no known next to kin of family unable to pay for funerals. They used to do like, I think, 12 a week or something, and now they're doing dozens a day out there. Mass graves, folks! Welcome to the richest fucking country on earth. Just so embarrassing. And uh, I just want to say, fuck Dennis Quaid. How can you be a bigger fucking moron than this idiot? Dennis Quaid believes Trump is doing a good job ahead of the coronavirus. All right, well, fuck you. I am now boycotting Dennis Quaid. He is apparently incredibly fucking stupid and does not deserve my support. You goddamn idiot. Seriously. And I guess I'll take a break. That's all my Trump coverage for today. Knocked out all my fucking Trump coverage. You guys feel happy with our choice in president? 
killed by Trump long. Yep. Uh, the socialism is for them. The capitalism is for us. Yep. They privatized the profits and socialized the losses. That's America for you. Mexico wanted to close the border to keep Americans out. Rona, the wrecking shop. And oh my God, the cat's on my. Can you, can you get the cat off my thing, please? I hope the cat doesn't turn my computer off. <clears throat> so close. <sighs> Gotta keep the cat off there. I put a pillow on top of it, hoping that the cat wouldn't get on it. And the cat just jumped around on top of it anyway and knocked the pillow out of the way. I'm glad they didn't turn it off. Hit that reset button. I'd have been pissed. End of the show immediately. Um, all right. Uh, safe spot in the mass grave for Trump. Now he'll be buried in some kind of rich-ass mausoleum because that's how it always is with the fucking rich people. It's disgusting. Horrible. Cult of Dusty, your cats get it exactly how I feel right now. I know, right? They're freaking out. Moving my camera around all the time. Always moving my camera around. Um, meow, meow. Let me check the other chat. That's infuriating. He's such a fucking idiot. Goddamn, he fucking knew about this and he did nothing and he got rid of the pandemic office. How much more can you literally fuck shit up than what Trump has done? I mean, you can't. It's impossible to do a worse job than Trump has done. Which is why it's imperative we get him out of there even if it's fucking Biden going in. I got spree and germs and problems. I know germs are so fucking smart. The AG is a woman, Dusty. Okay, sorry, I didn't know. Good to know. Um. All right. You read the super chats, super chatty chat chats. You are so real, bro. I appreciate it. Like, I'm just doing what I can, but I appreciate the pat on the back. Tell you what, boy, what's up? 499, I appreciate that. Trump was weakened, has weakened the empire. Get him out, I know, right? Kick his ass out as soon as possible. A bulkier writer one. Don't care if I get COVID, I will vote against him. Yep. Scary that you have to make that choice, right? Because if you don't, fucking Christians are going to. Dusty asked Cal to come on the show for a debate. He went on Jesse Lee Peterson's show before, so he's probably going to agree to it. Okay, I'm going to have a moment to, like, talk. I don't really like doing debates. I like having conversations because, to me, debates just not screaming matches where you talk past each other, and that's boring to me. But we'll have a moment to talk sometime. Proto $2. If idiots don't vote for Biden, they have no logic. Agreed. It's like, it's just like I was when I was all butthurt that Hillary beat Bernie the first time, and I was like, okay, well, I'll be more open to Trump and get elected. For a couple months. But that's just immaturity. That's stupidity. Now look where we're at. Like, and I do think I've done enough to make up for that. Because I did campaign against Trump. Incredibly fucking hardcore. While the election was still going on. But I still, like, I still am minorly responsible for that shit. Which is embarrassing. Um, Alright, that is all the super chats right now. Let's continue on with the show. So, uh, you guys know who Bad Bobby is? Or as I like to call her, Bahad Bahabi. Um, remember that girl who was the cash me outside girl? I think it was someone, was it Dr. Phil or something? I don't know what the fuck show was on. But anyway, here she is now, and apparently she's black now? She a black woman now. Like, what the fuck happened? This is amazing. This is what she looked like before, in case you don't remember what she looked like before. She used to look like this, and now she looked like this. So, like, a lot of people are, have a problem with this. They call it blackfishing. I guess it's a part of uh, cultural appropriation or whatever. And they're like, uh, some people, not, not, most people don't give a shit. But a few people are like, nah, this is bad. Now, don't get me wrong, I don't care about this. It has no effect on my life. Now, if some person of uh, color has a problem with this and they want to make an argument for why this is bad, I would definitely listen and probably support their position. But I don't have any problem with it because that's has no effect on me. But I do think it's interesting. This is like some Rachel Dolan shit right here, man. She's completely changed her image. Apparently, she's a rapper of some sort. So, uh, hey, 
Good news, folks. You can just turn yourself black if you want to, I guess. Hmm? She's only 17 years old, too, man. Looking 30. Still real young. And uh, now it's time to get into the religious coverage. Like I did on my last show, talked about Christianity and their coronavirus response. And uh, it ain't got no better since my last show, folks. Here are the richest pastors in America. Kenneth Copeland, 760 million. Pat Robertson, 100 million. Benny Hinn, 60 million. Joel Osteen, 40 million. Credulous Daughter, I think that means Crefo Dollar. I think it's uh, a misprint. 27 million. Rick Warren, 25 million. Franklin Gann, 25 million. T. TD Jakes, 18 million. Joyce Meyer, 8 million. Total, 1.6 billion. Total donated to COVID 19 assistance, $0. The most evil people on the fucking planet, folks. If you have relatives that still support any televangelist, please start pointing this shit out to them. How evil these motherfuckers are. And as uh, Joseph says here, this is what insatiable, concentrated greed does to a person over time, as clearly visible in Kenneth Copeland's visage. Look, look how nice he was back when he was young, and now look, he's a fucking ghoul. Like a nightmarish, evil ghoul. Like, this is a character from Supernatural. Like, this is a character that the fucking brothers would kill. Gonna kill some demons with my brother? That's exactly what they do. They'd stake this motherfucker. Oh my god. $750 million, folks. How is this real? And one month ago, Prophet Cindy Jacobs decreed that the coronavirus would cease worldwide. Yeah, she said it was going to happen, folks. Then it happened just like she said it would. <laughs> virus you're illegal that should do it folks somebody sent out the cops to arrest the coronavirus oh good goddamn, folks it just can't get any stupider can it it will though that's the sad thing it will always get dumber somehow there's no fucking bottom to any of this shit but this is kind of funny landlord changes locks on church after pastor said he continued to hold services ha <laughs> ha not all fucking heroes wear capes we need more people like this lock them out don't let them fucking kill people. Good on you. And here's that guy that got arrested because he refused to stop holding church. Rodney Howard Brown telling people the vaccines will kill more people than the viruses put together, folks. Like, I'm all for free speech, but at some point, they're going to get people killed. You can see every devil in hell is going off to people either by the virus, which... You know, the fear of the virus is killing more people than you can ever imagine. And I believe what's this, what, 70,000 70, dead worldwide or 80,000 dead worldwide out of, what, 7.5 billion people? 80,000 dead and everything is shut down. I mean, it doesn't make sense. There's a lot of things that are very, very questionable. But I promise you, the vaccines are going to kill much, many more people than the virus ever did. And... Uh, the vaccines will kill more people. You can mark it down because I've studied it. I know what I'm talking about. The vaccines will kill more people than any virus and all the other viruses put together. And you can mark that down. You can so see they're literally going to talk people about getting this virus. He's not the first person to say this. These preachers are going to talk tons of people out of getting the vaccine, and they're going to spread the virus to people. They're going to get people killed. And, of course, Donald Trump's not going to step in. The government's not going to step in and, and uh, shut these people down because they're religious. 
They can do anything as long as they pretend to worship God and get us all killed. It's amazing. Suboptimal. That's a word I haven't used in a while. Definitely suboptimal. And uh, Louisiana pastor says, if parishioners die from the COVID-19, it's sacrifice for God. There's a whole clip of him talking about this. I'm not going to play it, but just one after the other after the other saying they're going to continue to hold church. And if they die, they die. Who cares? But it's not that you're going to die. It's that you're going to get other people killed. That's the fucking problem. And uh, I agree with ALC here. When late stake capitalism takes a selfie, this tells you everything you know about our current capitalist system. More than 16 million Americans have lost jobs in three weeks. The Dow's best week since 1938. Yeah, it's a big club, folks, and you ain't fucking in it. The stock market does not equal the economy. What's good for these rich motherfuckers is not necessarily good for the rest of us. This is all the fucking proof you need. It's nuts. Gotta change the system, folks. And uh, this racist got fucking owned. Thanks, chinks. Yeah, thanks, chinks. And then this Asian person says, you're wearing your mask backwards. Are you fucking idiots? God damn it. How incompetent can you possibly get, you racist piece of shit? U.S. paratrooper. Yeah, military. Thank you for your service, you fucking piece of shit. But you got owned. You got owned, and I love to see it. And, uh, folks, like, I can't believe this is real. Like, maybe this is clipped out of context somehow, and there's more to this that I don't know, because I have a hard time believing this could be real. But listen to this shit. We rejected our evolutionary instincts. We basically told the survival of the fittest to get bent, because we're actually hurting ourselves. The great, we're hurting all of ourselves in order to save those that, you know, evolution says, maybe you should leave behind. As for the probe... <laughs> He's basically saying that we should let old people and people who are immunocompromised die. That's literally what the fuck he's saying here. That's the craziest shit. How could this be real? How can they let him on the number one news cable news network in the world say this shit? I guess because no one's stopping them, I guess they can say fucking anything and there's no watchdogs to do anything about it, but it's just nuts, man. Um, and uh, white women. What are you doing, white women? Come on now. Apparently, I didn't even know this was a thing that white women do, but apparently this is a uh, common dance move that white women like to bust out for some reason and no white women no i'm not gonna play the music because they'll copyright me but <laughs> they're all doing the same thing <laughs> it doesn't look good you're not good at it stop cease immediately no white women no <laughs> doing... <laughs> i saw this on tv it looks so cool it looked cool if i do it no it doesn't don't do that. And, uh, oh, God, this is so cringe, folks. So fucking cringe. Can you imagine being part of this fucking picture? Apparently, they have their own website now, Censor TV, where you can pay $10 a month to listen to these stupid pieces of shit yell at you about SJWs or whatever the fuck they're talking about this week. But look, so, and my love, oh, my God, this is so fucking cringe. <sighs> But, like, deplatforming works, folks. Sorry. I mean, we're like, deplatforming doesn't work. It's the Streisand effect. You just make them more popular. But, nope. Alex Jones has proved that deplatforming absolutely works. And so has Laura Loomer's deplatforming. Milo, specifically, has said many times how well deplatforming works. There's no reason for private companies to give racist shitheads spots on their platform and to allow them to spread hatred. 
they're they're not obligated to do it in any way whatsoever. So uh, don't fuck these people. Cringe as fuck. Cringe as fuck. And uh, speaking of cringe as fuck, what is wrong with this Bill Mitchell guy? We lost six million people during the Holocaust. Did we shut down our economy then? Of course not. This is pure insanity. Yeah, it's just pure insanity, dude. First off, the Holocaust didn't happen in our country, did it? And uh, we did kind of switch our economy to fight the motherfuckers who did this, but he deleted this because he knows how bad this is, how fucking stupid this take is. Did he delete this because his followers were mad? At the, he said six million, probably. His fucking right-wing Nazi followers are probably like, oh my god. You're suggesting that the Holocaust actually happened and six million people actually died? That's not true, Bill Mitchell. Pieces of shit. Alright, let's check the chat. See what you guys got to say in the chat real quick. Chatty chat chat. What's the super chat have to say? Uh, Alright, no more super chats yet. Let me read the regular chat. See what you guys have to say in here. It's called World War II. Actually, the U.S. did completely rearrange this economy. I know, right? Rosie the Riveter. Women got busy and helped make weapons and support the war effort. Everybody came together. They missed Nick Fuentes. Yeah, booger eating Nick. What a piece of shit. Break dancing. Yes, break Nick dancing. Horrible break dancing. Break into electric boogaloo. But no, you ain't got it like that. Tide rolls in, tide rolls out. Can't explain that. Says Mr. Bill O'Reilly, drinking the Kool-Aid. My Kool-Aid is THC flavored. It's fucking delicious, folks. Uh, Trump didn't make his wall high enough. Yeah, the wall just got 20 feet higher. Because that's how it works. Joe Biden's alleged sexual assault victim has officially filed a criminal complaint against him. I think it's about to get worse. Well, that's good, I guess. If, like, it really happened, it should be investigated. And I am all for the investigation of it and finding out, you know, if it happened. So... That's cool. Um, the stock market is telling us to get ready for Iran false flag this Sunday. I hope not. That would suck. Knowing Trump would probably nuke him. Um, pass me some of that. You want some of my THC flavor Kool-Aid? It's so good. I see shit like this on my feet all the time, man. What the fuck do we say to these people that are repeating the shit Trump says? Like the cure can't be worse than the problem. Uh, I don't know if it's much you can say to them. The shocking thing, or a lot of them consider themselves left wing now. These fucking Trojan horses. I guess I could usually call them out. Oh, and did you find some weed yet? Nope, still dry on my weed, but I'm working on it. I have a call into some folks, and hopefully I won't get mugged again, because that sucks. Okay. All right, continue on with the show. Got another, oh, I only got 20 minutes left. Show rolling right through, aren't we? I've been making pretty good time, though. Um, here we go. Awesome clip, folks. I could not agree more with this guy. If companies fail, if they go bankrupt, or if they, if they, not if they go bankrupt, the, the government is not even letting them go bankrupt. If companies cannot get by without bailouts from the people, then they should be forced into bankruptcy, and the people of the United States should be able to buy them up for pennies, and then we own them, and we get all the profits and the benefits of them from the future, and not fucking shareholders and CEOs making hundreds of millions of dollars. Seems pretty simple to me. But are, are you suggest you keep saying propping up zombie companies? Are, are you are you arguing to let airlines, for example, fail? Yes. Yes. Why? I mean, 
H how does that make sense in the broader scheme of, of the economy? Because it's not because when you look at what it means, this is why I'm saying like this is a lie that's been purported by Wall Street. When a company fails, it does not fire their employees. It goes through a packaged bankruptcy. Right. If anything, what happens is the people who have the pensions inside those companies, the employees of these companies end up owning more of the company. The people that get wiped out are the speculators that own the unsecured tranches of debt or the folks that own the equity. And by the way, those are the rules of the game. That's right, because these are the people that purport to be the most sophisticated investors in the world. They deserve to get wiped out. But the employees don't get wiped out. The pensions don't typically get wiped why out. Does anybody I just don't understand. Why does anybody deserve, using your word, to get wiped out because that's the capital from system a, they built. a crisis created like, like this? How does anybody deserve to get wiped don't. out? Well, but, but just be clear, like, who are we talking about? We're talking about a hedge fund that serves a bunch of billionaire family offices. Who cares? Exactly. Let them get wiped out. Who Welcome. cares? They Eat don't get the summer in the Hamptons. Who cares? I mean, there are people. You, you don't think the employees? Table, on, Scott. You don't if think you the employees of these companies table, own stocks? I mean, own their stocks? What? Own the company's stocks? You can you can look on Bloomberg and you can see what percentage of these companies are typically owned by these these things are owned by BlackRock. These things are owned by these huge you know amorphous organizations. Ultimately, downstream, and the employee owns a few hundred dollars or a few thousand thousand dollars of shares. Well, I just don't understand. So this is like a, a, could, like a natural disaster. Why does anybody deserve to get wiped out? Wouldn't that be immoral in and of itself? Nope. No, because what's happening right now is what I'll tell you is on Main Street today, people are getting wiped out. And right now, rich CEOs are not. Boards that had horrible governance are not. Hedge funds are not. People are. Six million people just this week alone basically saying, holy mackerel, I don't know how I'm going to make pay, you know, my own expenses for the next few weeks, days, months. So it's happening today to individual Americans. And what we've done is disproportionately prop up and protect you know, poor performing CEOs, companies, and boards. And you have to wash these people out. Yeah. The little guy's getting wiped out all the time, but this fucking asshole don't give a shit about that. He's worried about the billionaire class. Oh my God. Why is it fair for the billionaires to get wiped out? Don't give a shit for the little guy. This is our media in this country, folks. It's maddening. Fucking America. We gotta do better than this, right? There's no way we could fucking do worse than this. And this guy's hilarious. This guy. I guess he's the police chief in Uganda, and he is not having it. You people need to fucking stay home. Uh, let me tell you one thing. I am not going to be nice to some of you motherfuckers. Listen to me. <laughs> Listen to me. I am not going to be nice to some of you motherfuckers. Let me tell you. We have a pandemic. Coronavirus is a pandemic. Parents, can you fucking get your kids out from the street? It's fucking annoying. Some of you motherfuckers, you have your kids out there, and it's fucking 9 p.m. I just cannot understand what the fuck is wrong with some of you. For God's sake, some of your kids are there, they are catching disease. Some of your kids are there, they are distributing your, the, uh, uh, the disease. You fucking need to go get your kid. You know, grab their nuts, grab their dick, and twist that nut. You understand? It's fucking annoying. We have thousands of doctors that are dying for us today. Doctors are sacrificing their life. We have nurses who are dying for us today. Tell them. Okay? So we have most, so some of you motherfuckers, your kids are fucking at the park. It's 9 p.m. 
Some of you motherfuckers, you have your, you know, you're having your kids. Uh, your kids are out there at the beach. They're fucking entertaining. Can you fucking understand? You have a state of emergency. Some of you bastards are out there. You distributing your disease. You catching disease. Can you fucking stay at home? Let me tell you. When you move, coronavirus will move. When you stay, the coronavirus will go away. Can you fucking stay at home, motherfucker? I just can't fucking understand this. Some of you are fucking distributing your motherfucking disease out there, bastards. I'm not going to be nice to none of you motherfuckers. Stay at home. Stay at home. We have nurses who are sacrificing there. We have doctors who are fucking sacrificing there. Some of you motherfuckers are just rubbing on the street just like a motherfucker, bastards. Anyway, you get the point. You tell him he mad and he have every right to be mad. I don't mean to laugh because it ain't funny. It's funny, but it ain't funny at the same time. It's sad, it's scary, and you motherfuckers need to stay home. I like that guy. He's straightforward. Telling it like it is. And, uh... Oh, shit. This went viral this week. 2.8 million views, and... Let me show you a little bit. I can't play the song for you, though. The song's actually really good, too, but this guy's fucking getting it with this horse. I don't know how he trained the horse to do this, but this guy can move. That's like me when I dance, just getting all into it, going nuts. Dancing like nobody's watching, and yet everybody's watching at the same time. And man, I wish I could play this song. It's so much better with the song. But uh, that's YouTube for you. Copyright me. But anyway, cute horse. A little palate cleanser for you guys. And uh, only got 10 minutes in the show, so if you want to get in your last super chat, now's the time to do that. And um, you guys might have heard that uh, Jack Dorsey, I guess he's the president of fucking Twitter. They're trying to make him look like a hero, like he donated a billion dollars to the corona pandemic. But uh, headline will say Jack Dorsey donated one billion. And I want everyone to know that's not what he's doing. He's putting one billion into a company that's going to be a part of the privatization of services the government should provide. It's going to be like the Gates Foundation. So, yeah, don't fall for this shit. You know, they're not altruistic. They're fucking billionaires. Fuck these people. They're just trying to make money off this pandemic. Make money off the crisis. That's what they've always fucking done. So when they say stuff like, I'm moving one billion of my square equity, 28% of my wealth, to start small LLC to fund global COVID-19 relief. Yeah, you're going to make money off of it. It's exactly what you do. After we just saw this pandemic, the focus will shift to girls' health and education and UBI. It will operate transparently. All flows tracteria. Bullshit. Don't trust these motherfuckers. There are no ethical billionaires. It just does not happen. And, uh... This is a hilarious story. You guys hear about this? This happened a while back. Apparently, this uh, plumber sold his truck to a dealership. And then a couple months later, he saw it on the news. And ISIS had bought it from the dealership and taken it over to, like, Iran or Iraq or whatever. And uh, put guns on the back of it. So he's watching the news and he sees his plumbing truck with his fucking stickers on it being used by ISIS. Can you imagine the feeling? Like, what the fuck? That's not the advertising you want. Fuck off, ISIS. Cool story, bro. And This is pretty funny. 14.4 million views. This video went viral this week. And uh, I don't know what's going on here. What the fuck is going on? Yeah, this guy also doesn't know what's going on. Apparently, everything is flooding. And instead of just walking down the stairs and getting away from it like a normal human being, this guy's like, yeah, I'm just going to jump over the rail here and then bust my ass and break the windshield on this car and dent the whole fucking hood in. 
Yeah, that was smart. Good decisions were made. Yeah, look, you busted the shit out of that, dude. What the fuck? It's just water. It's like you were drowning, dude. You're fine. Suboptimal. Suboptimal. And, uh, man, I fucking knew it. I knew the cats were just assholes. This proves it. Cats can definitely get around things without knocking them over if they want to. Look, not even almost knocking shit over. Yeah, my cat's knocking everything I got over all the fucking time. Cats are assholes. That's the moral of this goddamn story. And I thought this was pretty funny, folks. Behold my new cryptocurrency, Buttcoin! Yeah, I wish I would have invested in some fucking Buttcoin. We're running out of toilet paper. I'm going to start taking showers and wash my nasty ass every time I take a shit. It's going to be disgusting. Quit buying up all the toilet paper, motherfuckers! It's getting annoying. Every time I fucking go, all the toilet paper's gone. I've been trying to buy some for a goddamn month. Stop it, America. And uh, thoughts and prayers. So sad. Americans are driving less because of the coronavirus. That's hurting red light camera, red light camera revenue. Who gives a shit? Good. Fuck you, cops. The hell do we care? Shouldn't have those red light cameras in there. Anyway. And let me skip ahead. Let me find some good stuff in here since we only have about, uh, what is it, eight minutes left in the show? Eight minutes left in the goddamn show. I'll cover the rest of this. I still got another show's worth of shit to cover. So uh, let me jump to the end and see if uh, there's anything worth. No, it's all. I don't have any palate cleansers at the end. It's all fucking depressing bullshit. Um, oh, yeah, this is kind of funny. This girl poured too much pepper on her egg. And she's like, hey, I would just get it off with my uh, vacuum cleaner. What could happen? What could go wrong in this scenario? And yeah, that's what happens. That's why you don't do that. Now you got egg all in your vacuum cleaner. You got to clean that shit up. That's why you don't do that. Not very well thought out, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Poor egg. And now, let's see. Close down. Let's pick one more good one. Oh, yeah, did you hear that... Uh, Jordan Peterson is back, folks. Jordan Peterson is back. And uh, <laughs> this is actually something he teaches, folks. It's not true truth. It's metaphorical truth, which makes this truth truerly truer than true truth. Literally what Jordan Peterson teaches. But he is back. And uh, apparently he's happy. Michaela Peterson, this is her daughter, spotted. Jordan Peterson actually enjoying himself. Hope you guys are finding time to do the same. Let's look at Jordan Peterson enjoy himself. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's totally enjoying himself. Look how much, look how happy he is. Jordan Peterson, a font of happiness at all times. This is definitely the father figure we should all be listening to for life lessons. The most miserable motherfucker I've ever seen in my life. Smile, Jordan Peterson. This dude really needs to get off the benzos and start smoking weed. In my fucking opinion. And uh, let's find one more in here somewhere. Bound to be another good one in here somewhere. Mm. Oh, yeah, this is kind of funny. I don't know what the fuck this guy's thinking, but uh, this guy has this piece of artwork on the wall. Literally, you're just trying to kill yourself. Like, you're trying to tempt the demons from, uh, what is that movie where the thing kills them? What is the fuck is it called? I can't think of the name of it anymore. But look, he just asked to die, so apparently he tripped. So it turns out I'm an idiot. Yesterday, I was making one of, the, one of my future aerobics videos, and I was balancing on something sketchy. 
Needless to say, I fell and I fell onto my knife sculpture because I'm an idiot. Why would you have this in your house? Final Destination, that's what I'm thinking of. Like you're tempting the Final Destination demon to kill you at all times with that. That's not smart. It's not even a handsome sculpture. It's ugly. Get rid of that thing, dude. You're going to murder yourself. Bad life decisions. All right, that's all the content I'm going to cover today, folks. Let me finish up by reading the chats. Great content. Thanks. Hey, thank you, Wicond Window. Have you seen the doctor trying to strangle a girl because her and her group weren't practicing social distancing, I guess? I didn't see that. I did see a video where some guy grabbed some girl and threw her to the ground by her neck. But I don't think that's what you're talking about. But send me that video. Cult of Dusty 1, Cult of Dusty 1, Cult of Dusty 1 on Twitter. Rave Dubin, $2. Rave Dubin. Cats are assholes. Mine's knocked out a cup of water. Mine knocked all kinds of shit over all the fucking time. It's so frustrating. But that's what you get when you have a million fucking cats around you. Rave Dubin, $5. Whenever I hear the words deplatforming or shadow ban from right-wingers, it's usually followed with pleas for money. Yep, it's usually uh, part of the grift. Play the victim. Always accusing everybody else of playing the victim. Um, all right. Show Mr. Pretty Boy. Little kitty therapy here at the end. Got a Mr. Pretty Boy. Let me show you how pretty you are, Mr. Don't scratch my face, please. Let's show him. Let's show him. Let's show him how pretty you are, Mr. Pretty Boy. They're like, no, don't pick me up out of my slumber and put me in front of hot lights, Daddy. I don't want to be a star right now. Turn your head and show him how pretty you are, baby. You're so pretty. Kitty therapy. Kitty therapy. Mwah. So I thank everybody that supported the show tonight. You're doing the Lord's work if there was a Lord and there ain't. Certainly appreciate that. And uh, let me check the uh, regular chat real quick. Cult of Dusty, when will your new channel start streaming? I don't know. I'm waiting to get monetized. I finally hit 4,000 hours on the new channel and we got a custom URL. It's now youtube.com slash prog talk, which is good. You have to wait 30 days to get a custom URL. So uh, we're getting it all set up. I'm just waiting for them to go ahead and approve my channel for monetization, which I don't know how long that'll take. They said there's going to be delays because of the coronavirus. So I don't know why they don't have people like work from home do that. Don't make any sense. But whatever. Uh, Victoria, always a great show. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that, Victoria. Um, Call to Dusty. If the accusations against Biden are true, it's good coming out now so the DNC can pick someone else. Hopefully someone better. Yeah, it'd be great. Like, I, I have no uh, affinity towards Biden. If they can find somebody else, get that motherfucker out of there. Thanks for a great show, man. You are on a roll, sir. Love the show, the kitties, doggies, and the truth. Best community on YouTube. We do have a great community here. Like, I watch some of the other streams, and I see the way that their uh, chatters behave. And it just ain't for me. It's fine. Like, I'm not trying to diss them because, like, different strokes for different folks. Not everything is made for me, and it's just not made for me. But this community is fucking great. You guys rock, and I'm really proud to have you guys as viewers and friends. And, uh, all right. No more Super Chats. Let me check the uh, Twitch chat. I'm available on Twitch for you guys who want to watch me on Twitch. Twitch.tv, Dusty Smith. And I'm available on Facebook and on uh, Twitter. So make sure you follow me all over the fucking place. What's up, uh, Lynn Saganina? Good job tonight, Dusty. Appreciate it, JR. Thank you. Uh, thanks, Dusty. Great show. No problem. Thank you for joining me. I agree to stop buying up all the shit paper no really please stop buying up all the toilet paper it's annoying as fuck um so what about the amazing atheist i covered that in the very first segment of the show so uh rewind motherfuckers if you want to see that shit and that's it for me folks i'm out of here i'm gonna smoke some goddamn weed and watch some television but i will be back on monday hey maybe we'll have the amazing atheist on monday i don't know i don't know what's gonna happen i guess we'll all find out together i love you guys so much as always you want to support the show 
There's lots of links in the description of this video that help you send me direct tips. You can also go on my Patreon. That would be awesome. Dollar to a month, whatever you can afford. And uh, also my videos are about, well, this podcast in an audio version is available on SoundCloud. It's available on iTunes. It's available on uh, Apple, uh, on Spotify. So anyway, go check that out if you guys want to. Also, be sure to like the video. Be sure to subscribe and go to my new channel, which there is a link in the description of the video. Be sure to subscribe to the new channel if you like the podcast because I'm probably eventually going to move this to a new channel. And so if you want to keep watching it, you're going to have to watch the new channel, so you might as well subscribe now. Tell your friends I will be back on Monday. I love you guys so much. I thank you for being with me. I thank you for all the support. It's an honor to entertain you, and I'll see you guys soon. As always, logic, fuck yes. Good night, everybody.